Welcome to the Bootstrap Founder. My name is Avid Kahn, and I talk about bootstrapping, entrepreneurship, and building in public. Today, I'll talk about our capacity to deal with things that are novel to us or confusing. And that brings me to the sponsor of today's episode. One thing that always confuses me in my own businesses, and it still does to this day, is dealing with financials. I love writing, I love coding, but put me in front of a spreadsheet with a bunch of like CSV files from my bank, and I'll start getting very confused and slightly angry. It just isn't for me. I was just doing my taxes over the weekend, and anything with these kind of numbers just confuses me. It still feels like I, there are small waves of rage coming up every now and then. Fortunately, you don't have to feel like that. Enter Pinto Financial. They streamline your bookkeeping, your forecasting, and your cash flow, but they don't even stop there. Pinto takes it to the next level. They provide custom video-based monthly reports, something that I would have really been able to use so that you know where you stand. So think of them as your financial lifeline, guiding you through the choppy waters of business financial management. If you're ready to navigate these waters with confidence, just visit usepinto.com learn to learn more about how Pinto Financial can help you build profitably. That's usepinto.com learn. And now let's all relax and get back to our main topic today. Let me start with a little story. When AI researchers Tristan Harris and Aza Raskin tried to explain generative AI, to journalists back in early 2022, when there just a few hundreds of researchers and early adopters were toying with the new tech and long before it became mainstream, journalists would nod along while being shown how a prompt would generate a never before seen image and say stuff like, oh yeah, that's cool, images are being generated, that's exciting. And then, right after the demonstration, they would ask which image database that picture had been pulled from. They just couldn't fathom that this was not a pre-existing image. Their minds had snapped back to what they knew, even in the face of something spectacularly novel. Or maybe it's because they were looking at something spectacularly novel that that happened. Raskin and Harris call this the rubber band effect. At some point, our cognitive capacity to understand something entirely dissimilar to what we already know just implodes and we return to the safe defaults that we already know. Entrepreneurs face the same issues with their customers. Because when you build something that's significantly different from somebody else's lived experience, their capacity to truly understand how the thing works is surprisingly limited. They push the boundaries of their mind while you show them and they might not along, but they snap right back to where they were just a short time later. The moment your product becomes different enough, people will have a hard time projecting its usefulness onto their own lives. It's just hard to relate at that point. And for a business owner, this means a lost customer. A customer who didn't even try your product because they just couldn't find themselves in the future that you envisioned. So how can you try to encourage them to use your product anyway? Well, one thing is, instead of focusing on the magical internal workings of your product, focus on the results. Show just how impactful your product can be. When John Eremick, called Pliny, served his first customers in his business and crawl, he didn't hype up the fact that his movie and credits rendering product was particularly well coded, 
probably because it wasn't. It was just a massive Perl script running on top of a spreadsheet. But he sold the magical consequence of using it. Instead of waiting for days to get a rendered cinematic video, it would now be done in hours and for much cheaper. John sold the results. And many AI-focused businesses of today have found this to work for them as well. They sell the speed and variety of content they produce, not the complexity of the technology that makes it happen. And these businesses have understood something else that is critically important too. Their product fits into the existing workflows of their customers. Pliny Cinematic end credits, they don't come in some unique video format that only a handful of people know. These titles are delivered in industry standard sizes, ready to be thrown right into the rough cut for further processing. Endcrawl looks at the inputs too. They provide a SAS to input all kinds of names and job titles that you see in the end crawl, and they offer a spreadsheet-based end credits template as well. They make it easy to get your data in and your movie out. And that's what the product workflow fit is really trying to accomplish. Ideally, your customers don't even want to risk pulling apart their mental rubber bands. They just want a service rendered, a result, specific result for a specific set of inputs. And they likely don't operate in a vacuum either. They have colleagues and peers and competitors and a whole host of professionals in the industry they work in. Leverage that. Find people who are more adventurous than they are, the early adopters and innovators, and then use their interest in finding new and exciting things, your product, to eventually cross the chasm to your regular customers. When you listen to the people who get it, just take note and use their words to describe your product to those who still have snapping rubber bands. Figure out the jargon that makes sense to people in your field and then deploy it in your marketing and sales pipeline. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. Or rather, talk to them in Latin or Italian, depending on just how modern your product is. If you see your own prospects snapping back from your lengthy excursion about why your product is so revolutionary, then refocus your positioning. Don't go for novel, go for efficient. Show just how much you care about making sure that their workflow is not interrupted and signal that you know exactly what job needs to be done and that your product, however magical it is under the hood, will do that and just that. And simply and cheap and easily. And while I'm all for stretching that rubber band a little in ourselves and in the lives of our customers who deserve better tools for their jobs, let's not forget that what we want is never the hammer or the nail or even the picture on the wall. What we want is to feel good looking at our loved ones. That's what that analogy is about, for me at least. So make it easy for people to understand how your product gets them to where they want to be and they won't have to stretch their imagination. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to The Bootstrap Founder. You can find me on Twitter at Arvid Kahl, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L, and you'll find my books and my Twitter course there as well. If you want to support me in the show, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, get this podcast in your podcast player of choice, and leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Any of this will really help the show. So thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.